morning we go on another journey. Ce matin, nous allons dans un autre parcours. Because with this morning we want to talk about remembering the word. Ce matin, nous voulons parler de se rappeler la parole. Acts chapter 1 verses 1 to 3. Acts 1, 1 at 3. The Bible says, in my first book I told you, Theophilus, about everything that Jesus began to do and to teach. You can highlight or underline that in your Bible. On verse 2, until the day that he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions. You can underline that in your Bible. Through the Holy Spirit, verse 3, during the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And then you can highlight this last part. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. The Bible says in John chapter 1 that in the beginning was the word and the word was in God and the word was God. But then Jesus gives us an insight in the book of Luke we told Martha. He said, Martha, Martha. You are worried about many things. You are worried about food. You are worried about service. You are worried about making me comfortable. He said, but there's only one thing that is worth being concerned about. He said, all those things are good. But there is one thing that is worth being concerned about. And he said, Mary has discovered that. And it will not be taken away from her. He says, Mary has discovered that. And it will not be taken away from her. Brethren, when you discover the word of God and you Taking the word of God, it can never be taken away from you. When you discover the word of God, and you learn to meditate on the word, when temptations come, you'll be able to say it is written. When you remember the word of God, and it seems as if your faith is being tried. You will be able to say, My Redeemer, live it. But before I go into this, I want to give you three definitions. And I want to link three words. The word that I want to link is number one. What is a thought? Number two. What is an action? action? And then number three, toi, what is a word? I will say them again. Number one, Je vais dire encore, what is a thought? A thought of the heart. Le du number two, deux, what is an action? action? And then number three, toi, what is a word? Now, let me define a thought. Je vais une a thought is an unspoken word. Une pensée, une parole non parlée. A thought is an unspoken word. Une pensée, une parole non For example, Par exemple, you can think that you want to go home. Vous pouvez penser que vous voulez aller à la maison. Until you say it, nobody knows what you are thinking. Que vous le dites, 
But the minute you verbalize it, your word becomes a spoken thought. Le moment que vous le verbalisez, vos pensées deviennent une parole pour vous. So let me say that again. Je vais le dire encore. Your thought is your word unspoken. Votre parole, votre pensée est une parole non prononcée. But your word is your thought spoken. Mais votre pensée et votre parole et votre pensée prononcée. An action. Une action. Is a thought that is carried out. C'est une pensée qui est prise à travers. And so somebody may say. Quelqu'un peut dire. I want to drink part of this water. Je veux boire une portion de cette Now I have said it, you know what I'm thinking. Then if I open it and I drink part of it, then I have carried out the thought of my heart, both in word and in action. Now, in the Old Testament, they were very concerned about actions. In the Old Testament, I will say it again. God was very concerned about actions. Thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Oh, thou shalt act diligently to the voice of the Lord thy God. So in the Old Testament, the thought of the man's heart was judged based on his actions. When we go to the New Testament, Jesus Christ said, You have heard that it was said, Thou shalt not kill. He said, but even if the thought is in your heart alone. So by the time you get to the New Testament, the bar is raised. It is no longer just the word. It is no longer just the action. The thought matters. That, that is why Jesus said, Oh, you have heard that it was said. Thou shalt not commit adultery. He said, but I say unto you, if you just look at a woman and think, he said, in the books of heaven, it is recorded that you've already done it. Oh, Jesus Christ said, Oh, yes, you have heard that it was said, love thy neighbor. And take your enemy. He said, but now I'm telling you that even just hating your enemy in your mind, heaven will record it against you. He said, so to help your thoughts, he said, pray for them. It is difficult to be thinking bad about somebody that you are praying for. And he did not tell you to pray for them to fall down and die. He did not tell you to pray for them to have accidents. He said, pray that God will bless them. He said, pray that they will prosper. It is difficult for you to be praying for somebody to prosper and be thinking bad about them. And so when you understand that concept, then you understand that when you talk about remembering the word of God, it means that we are actually remembering the thoughts of God. Because before God put it down on paper, 
it was a thought. Avant que Dieu ne mette ça par écrit, c'était ses pensées. For example, par exemple, the Bible says in the beginning, la Bible dit qu'au commencement, God created. Dieu créa. By my definition, creation is an action. Par définition, créer c'est une action. It means that before God created, God already thought of it. Ça veut dire avant que Dieu créa, il a pensé sur ça. And then you go down, and the Bible then says, and God said. Et vous allez vers le bas, la Bible dit, et Dieu dit. Before God said, God also thought of it. Avant que Dieu dit le dit, il a pensé. And so I want you to understand that when you talk about the Word of God, knowing the Word of God makes you know the thought of God. It makes you to know the will of God. It makes you to know the plans of God. Very quickly, I will give you seven different points about the Word. Seven different things about the word. These are not. This is not a very exhaustive list. This is just the things that I want to challenge you to remember in this week. Number one. The word of God stands forever. The word of God stands forever. In fact, the Bible says in First Peter chapter one, verse twenty-four and twenty-five. The Bible says that all the people are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass it withers, and the flowers they fall. It says in verse twenty-five, but the word of the Lord stands and endures forever. It means that the word of God cannot wither, the word of God cannot change, the word of God cannot fail. La parole de Dieu ne peut pas changer, la parole de Dieu ne peut pas échouer. Brethren, you can take that to the bank any day. Vous pouvez amener ça à la banque n'importe quel jour. That whenever God has spoken a word, nobody can change it. Toutes fois que Dieu a parlé, personne ne peut changer. That is why the Bible says. C'est pourquoi la Bible dit. That when God has blessed a man, nobody can curse the man. If God doesn't kill a man, nobody can kill the man. If God opens a door for you, nobody can close the door. If God says that your tomorrow will be better than today, nobody can change it. Because the word of God stands forever. And so when you remember this month, remember the word of God that was said concerning you. When you were born, they rejoiced. And your parents said, a child is born unto us. And they said, this child, it will be greater than the father. It will be greater than the mother. Those words of your parents, as far as they are in line with the word of God, they cannot fail. So number one, the word of God stands forever. Number two, the word of God is a seed. It grows. 
and it will always produce results. The word of God is a seed. It grows and it will always produce results. Jesus told the parable. The parable that we call the parable of the sower. He said the man went out to a sower, went out to sow. He said, and as he sowed, some seed. The seed in the parable is the word of God. He said, some seed fell on the wayside. And others fell in other places. He said, but lastly, some fell in good soil. And they brought forth 30 fold. And brought forth hundredfold. Brethren, the word of God is a seed. If it doesn't grow today, it will grow tomorrow. That is why you will notice that it is not the first day that the word was preached to you that you that you yielded to it. It is because the word of God has its own timeline to work in everybody's life. Brethren, the Bible tells us, Apostle Paul talking to the Corinthian church in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6. He says, I, Paul, I planted the word. He said, I planted the seed. He said, I can go to sleep. Because I know the word will always grow. He said, but then Apollo came after me. He watered the seed. He watered the seed. He said, but glory be to God. It is God that gives the increase. If it is God that gives the increase, it means that that seed can never fail. If it is man that gives the increase, then the seed can fail. But God gives the increase. And so every seed that is sown, it must grow. Brother, tell yourself, every seed that is sown in my life, it must grow. Thank God for the seed that has grown. Thank God for the seed that is germinating. Thank God for the seed that has blossomed. Number two, the word of God is a seed. Oh, it grows. And it will always produce results. Isaiah chapter 55. It says, oh, the rain and the snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. He said, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it will always produce fruit. He said, I said, I like the word always. Always means that there is no other choice. He said, it will always produce fruit. And then he finishes by saying, it will accomplish all. Not a little bit. How many? All that I want it to. It did not say that it will accomplish all that you want it to. It's a complete that the speaker wants you to. 
And the speaker is God. And so when the when the Bible says, I have I knew you from when you were small. And I ordained you. It doesn't matter, man cannot unordain you. It says it accomplished all. But then what out? I'm telling you, those at home, watch out. Those things that have not been accomplished, they are going to be accomplished. It is not going to accomplish little. It is not going to accomplish some. It will accomplish all. When you remember that word, it is enough for you to rise and jump. And say, I thank God because His word will accomplish all. Glory be to God. Number one, the word of God stands forever. Number two, the word of God is a seed. It grows and it will always produce fruit. Number three, the word of God is universal and is not limited by geography. In fact, the word of God is what? Universal. It is it can work anywhere. Brother, let me tell you the truth. The same word of God that works in Israel will work in Canada. The same word of God that works in Nigeria will work in Congo. The same word of God that works in Alaska will work in Australia. The same word of God that works in Saudi Arabia will work in America. The word of God is universal and it is not limited by geography. It says in that same verse I read. It says, I will accomplish all that I want you to. And then it ends. And it says, and it will prosper wherever I send it. Oh, brother, watch out. God is sending the word to your house. Now, when you remember that word, then you remember the word in times past. When there was no hope for you. But then the word came alive for you. Oh, brother, when you were in your country, the word was working. When you emigrated, the word is still working. Either you are in Canada, the word will work. Either you relocate to anywhere, the word will work. The word of God is universal and will work anywhere it is sent to. Number four. The word of God is multifunctional. Oh, this one, it was so big, I had to condense it. The word of God is what? Multifunctional. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 12. Oh, I like the translation that I looked at. It says that the word of God is alive. Somebody said the word of God is alive. That is why the Bible says the word was made flesh. The word of God is alive. The word of God is active. The word of God is effective. The word of God is powerful. And then the word of God is sharp. 
So that is why the Bible says that for the word of God is active, alive, effective, powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword. It says it cuts between the soul and the spirit. <laughs> between bone and marrow. And one of the things that the Word of God does, that that passage tells us that it exposes your innermost thoughts and desires. You know how the Word of God exposes your innermost thoughts? When your eyes begin to stray, and the thought of your heart begins to stray, the Holy Spirit, who is the custodian of the world in the world now, we suddenly spring into action for what God, what Jesus told him to do. He said, I will send you another comforter. He said, he will bring to your what? Remembrance. Suddenly, the Holy Spirit will say, your thought is not in line with the word of God. Suddenly you will see that your desire is not in line with the word of God. Suddenly you will see that what you are about to do is not in line with the word of God. And so the word of God exposes you. Now let me tell you the process. The word of God will first of all expose you to you. Brother, let me say that again. And it looks as if you are not listening. Then what God is going to do is that then God will expose you to somebody else. Now let me say that again so that you know the way it goes. The word of God wants to keep your shame. La parole de Dieu veut garder. He wants to keep it contained inside. Il veut le garder en vous-même. And so God Mais will Dieu send the Spirit. Enverra l'Esprit. And say, tell my son. Dis à mon enfant. Don't go after that woman. Ne va pas après cette femme. He said, nobody is going to go. Cette personne ne va pas voir. He said, don't go. Don't do it. I say, but nobody will know. Oh, we live in Canada. We are meeting in Spain. How can anybody ever know? Is the word of God not exposing you to yourself? So you forget about it. Nine years later, the woman in Spain sends you a son. An enfant in Spain will envoy a fils. That song suddenly knocks on your door. It mentions your name. It says, this is my passport. By the way, two policemen came with him. Because it's a, because it's a minor. Now, you're already a big shot in your city. A big man. Suddenly, you are dictated. Because when the word of God exposed you to yourself, you did not listen. So then the word of God will expose you to the world. I'll give you just a biblical example. 
I am sure when Judas was taking money, je suis sûr que quand Judas prenait l'argent, ah, there was like baby John was telling him. That Judas, what are you doing? Judas, qu'est-ce que tu fais? He said, don't worry, the master will never know. Ne ah, the money is the lot, the master will never know. Moreover, the master does not care about money. Le, le Till today, I have not seen many people name their children Judas. Because when the world exposed him to himself, he did not listen. And so the word of God exposed him to the world. Brethren, you need to be careful. Because the word of God can expose. Oh, the word of God can protect. Oh, Psalm 119 verse 11. It says, your word have I hidden in my heart. That I may not sin against you. When you remember the word of God, brethren, it is impossible to sin. When you are about to do something, and you remember what the word of God says about it, it is impossible to sin. Oh, the word of God heals. Remember, I told you this one is very big, it's multifunctional. The Bible says he sent forth his word, and he healed them. Snatching them from the door of death. Les arrachant de la porte des morts. Psalm 107 verse 20. Psalm 9 The word. La parole. That is why whenever you have a sickness. Voilà pourquoi Whenever an affliction has arisen. Quand l'affliction vous a visité. You remember the word. Vous vous rappelez de la parole. John chapter 11. Juge 9 et 11. Lazarus was dead. Lazarus was dead. Lazarus était mort. Lazarus was thinking. Lazar pensait. But when the word collided with the tomb, he said, vomit Lazarus for me. Il dit, ça pour moi. And the Bible says that Lazarus came forth. Et la Bible dit que But then, if the word can bring forth a dead man, quand, si la peut à la vie à it means that, that your headache is nothing. All you have to do is to remember the word. All you have to do is to claim the word. Brother, remember the word. Oh, remember that man. We call him the centurion. He went to Jesus. And then he said, Look, don't bother to come to my house. Oh, all of you can call out to He said, Speak. The word only. Parle la parole. That I know that the word has no geographical limitation. Je connais que ta parole n'a pas de limitation. It says, speak the word only. Prononce ta parole seulement. And as the man was going home, et quand la parole est en train de faire, all he took home was the word. Tout ce qu'il a dit était every step he took to his house. Toute étape qu'il a pris pour la maison. Whenever the devil tries to say, what if your child is not well? What if your servant is still not well? You say, I remember what the word told me. The word said, when I get home, my child will be well. The word said that my child is not going to die. Brethren, I want you to talk, I want you to remember today. That the Bible says that when God created man, He created them perfect. 
Quand Dieu dit qu'il a créé un homme, il a créé un homme. your child, that's your husband, that's your wife. God is working on them. Ton enfant, ta femme, ton mari, Dieu travaille en eux. The word of God concerning them is going to come true in the name of Jesus. Ce que Dieu les concerne va s'accomplir. What else does the word of God do? Qu'est-ce que la parole de Dieu fait encore? The word of God helps you in temptation and trials. La parole de Dieu vous aide dans la tentation et dans les trials. Oh, remember Jesus. Rappelle-toi de Jésus. Oh, he says, man shall not live by bread alone. L'homme ne vivra pas seulement du pain. The word of God is a weapon. La parole de Dieu est une arme. You use it to fight temptation. Vous utilisez pour So when you remember the word, you remember that you have a weapon in your hand. When you remember the word, it helps you to go through trials. When Abraham, when Abraham was walking steadily towards the mountain, the man could say nothing to his son. Suddenly, the son broke the silence. Par moment, soudainement, le fils a brisé la silence. Say, Father, all the servants have gone back. Tous les serviteurs sont restés. It's only you and me. Seulement toi et moi. I have the rope. J'ai la corde. I have the matches. J'ai les allumettes. I have everything we need for fire. J'ai tout ce que nous avons besoin. Ah, is that so? Where is the lamp? Où est l'allumeur? The man had to turn his face to one side. Because tears are beginning to come down his eyes. Ah, he said, the Lord will provide. Brethren, the word of God will stand. So even in your trial, the word of God will function. Number what? Number five. Number one, we said, Let me just quickly go back. Number one, we said that the word of God stands forever. Number two, we said well, the word of God is a seed that grows and we always produce fruit. Number three, the word of God is universal. Number four, the word of God is multifunctional. Number five, the word of God is personal. The word of God spoken to all of us will mean different things to each of us. La parole de Dieu prononcée sur chacun de nous définira quelque chose de différent pour chacun. For example, par exemple, when the word of God says that your affliction cannot last a lifetime, quand la parole de Dieu dit que votre affliction ne demeurera pas toujours. Your affliction is different from his affliction is different from affliction is different from affliction. Votre affliction est différente de mon affliction est différente de ton affliction. And so the word of God is what personal. La parole de Dieu est personnelle. Hebrews chapter four. Hebrews chapter In verse two, he said, "For indeed, the same good news was preached to us that was preached to them." In effect, the same word of God that was preached to us. We chose personally, but we chose to mix it with faith. And so, it did us good. But they did not mix it with faith. And so, it did not do them good. But then it is what you do with the word that it accomplishes. My time is running out, so I'm going to go ahead. The Bible says, Psalm 119, verse 9. It says, How can a young man keep his heart pure? 
Comment est-ce qu'un jeune homme peut garder son cœur? How can a young man keep his way pure? Comment est-ce qu'un jeune homme peut garder ses voies pures? by keeping the word. C'est en gardant ta parole. But then I will keep the word. You have to keep the word. Je garderai ta parole. Tu dois garder la parole. The word of God is personal. La parole est personnelle. Number five. Quatre. The word of God is sensitive. La parole de Dieu est sensitive. The word of God is specific. La parole de Dieu. Oh, I use those as with my medical background. What that means is very simple. It means that it is exact. It is precise. And it convicts the guilty. And if you are innocent, it sets you free. I won't, I won't, I won't have time to go too much into that, but basically that is what it means. If you are truly guilty, the word of God will never say that you are not guilty. And if you are truly free, the word of God will never condemn you. So the word of God separates the real from the hypocrite. I will say that again. The word of God separates the real from the hypocrite. Acts chapter 2. When Peter had given a long sermon, and the Bible says that they were pricked in their hearts. And then suddenly they say, What shall we do? I remember also in John chapter 8. The Bible tells us the story of a woman that was caught in adultery. You see, I like that story so much. That woman was caught. She was guilty. There is no debate in it. But the people that caught her, outwardly, they were innocent. Inwardly, they were guilty. When the word came, Jesus said, He that has no sin inside, let him cast the first stone. The Bible says that they began to leave one by one. Because the word of God can convict even the hypocrites. You know, every time I think about that story, I think, how dare you try to stone a woman for adultery when your mistress is waiting at home? How dare you? How dare you? Try to tell somebody to hang a girl for getting pregnant out of wedlock when four women have had children for you. But then, because people don't know, does not mean heaven doesn't know. Oh, you can hide it. For one day, like I told you, the word of God exposes. Number what now? Number six, that is that one I've just given you. Now, as you remember, if you, if you go back to our definition of remembrance, the question is, what are you going to commit then to do today? Because it is useless to remember something unless you act upon it. I take you back to the book of Genesis. That guy that Joseph translated, that Joseph gave the meaning of his dream. Suddenly one day he said, Ah, I remember my fault today. And immediately, 
he opened his mouth and told Pharaoh what he had promised Joseph that he would do. Il ouvre la bouche et dit à Pharaon ce qu'il avait promis à Joseph qu'il fera. You cannot hear all these things all this time and not change something. Vous ne pouvez pas écouter toutes ces choses tous ces temps et ne pas changer quelque chose. You cannot remember the word of God that has been spoken over and over and over and over and not change something. Vous ne pouvez pas ne pas vous rappeler de la parole de Dieu qui a été parlée encore et encore et encore et encore sans changer quelque chose. You cannot remember the word that you have read over and over and over and not change something. Vous ne pouvez pas vous rappeler de la parole que vous avez lue encore et encore et encore sans changer quelque chose. The reason why we are remembering so that we can change something. La raison pour laquelle nous nous rappelons, c'est pour changer quelque chose. Whatever comes my way, tout ce qui vient sur ma voie, you want to say, I will stand by the word of God. Nous voulons dire que je me tiendrai par la parole de Dieu. If God says, I will be the head and not the tail. If God says, I will be the head and not the tail. Then it means that God has made a way for me to get to the top. I don't need to make my own way. If the Bible says, that God said, that you and your children are for signs and wonders. It means it doesn't matter how my child is behaving today. The wonder is going to be that that child that nobody expected anything good from is going to turn out well. But then when you remember the word today, peace should come on your heart. That is why Philippians chapter 4 says, Philippians chapter 4, it says, and the peace of God that no one can understand. The peace of God will rule your heart. It is the peace of God that you will have when you know that things are not going well, but you know that God has promised. Brethren, you need to do something about it. Jesus was God's word. Brother, let me let me let me retrace my steps a little. When God stands and looks at earth, God has given us three opportunities. God by Himself spoke. When God stopped speaking, God sent His Son to speak. When a son finished speaking, God sent his Holy Spirit to remind. The Bible says God has spoken once. Twice have I heard. You have heard through the word of God. You have heard through the impression of the Holy Spirit. Now, number seven. The word saves. The word saves. I said the word saves. It is through the word that a man is justified. It is through the word that a man's commitment unto salvation is made. It is through the word that that thief on the cross was able to say Remember me when you come into your kingdom. It was through the word. 
Brethren, I have told you many times. Open your mouth. Stop closing. Open your mouth. It is when you open your mouth that God knows what you want. It is when you open your mouth that your boss knows what you want. It is when you open your mouth that your husband knows what you want. It is when you open your mouth that your wife knows what you want. It is when you open your mouth that your children know what you don't want. It is when you open your mouth that your children also know what you want. Brother Romans chapter 10. The Bible says that the word of God, oh, the word is near you. The word is on your lips. And then the Bible says in verse 9, that if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord, and you believe that in your heart, that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He said, for it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. And then I like verse 13. It says, for everyone, not just me, not just you, not just those of us in Cornerstone, but for everyone that opens their mouth to call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you are saved, I want you to take your mind back to when you got saved. I want you to remember the words that were spoken to you. I want you to remember how you felt when your shame became known. I want you to remember where the trajectory of your life will have taken you. Some of you are on the way to death. Some of us are on the way to destruction. But the word changed our course. That is why we are at home today. I want you to remember this day, this day forever. And you have now made that commitment to God. I am inviting you today. As the Bible says, it says tomorrow may be too late. I am inviting you today to say, God, on the 22nd day of November 2020, I want to remember that day forever. I confess you as my Savior. I ask God that you will have mercy on my soul. So if you are done, you are praying the prayer. I want you to feel free. Reach out to us. Send us an email at info at ccm.church. Yes, connect with us on Facebook. Oh, if you are watching on YouTube, you can even drop a message on the YouTube. We will look at the thread. We want to connect with you. Because all of these words that I'm talking about that I remember, it is because certain people were planting the seed. And as they were planting the seed, the seed was growing. And I thank God Almighty that the seed has grown more than what they could ever think or imagine. And that is my prayer for you. That your, that your seed will grow. 
that your fruit will blossom and that your life will never be the same again. I am going to pray with you and then I'm going to hand over so that my wife can lead, you, lead us in prayer for about 10 or 15 minutes. My prayer for you today is very simple. Those of you that are sure your observation, you want to take your mind back and say, Father, I thank you because I heeded the call when I did. And those of you that have not, I want you to say, Lord, I put down this day on record that today I give my heart to you. That today, God, I confess you as Lord and Savior. That today, I make up my mind to forsake my sin. Before sin disgraces me, I will disgrace sin. Before the devil disgraces me, I will disgrace the devil. I am a child of God from today. I accept him into my heart. And I will allow him to be my Lord and Savior. We thank you for your life. The Lord bless you. Let, me, let us pray. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless your name because you are faithful in all things. Thank you, Father, for everyone that has listened to the word. Thank you, Father, because you chose the word to make the changes in the world. Thank you, Father, because I remember how the word transformed my life. I remember how the word transformed the life, uh, uh, transformed the world. And so, Father, I am praying for those that are yet to know you. That today the world will transform their lives. I am praying for those that already know you. That from today that their lives will be transformed even from glory to glory. Lord, in this week, as we remember the word, Father, I pray that we have good memories. In this week, as you remember the word, I pray, Father, that changes will come. I pray, Father, that in this week, as we remember the word, that we'll be grateful for the things that the word has accomplished in our We give you all the glory. Thank you, everlasting Father. Glory be to your name, Lord God. In Jesus' name we pray.